And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Good morning and welcome to one zero zero six of down two. Dunk. You can find us here on The Athletic and anywhere else you subscribe to your podcast. Go to theathletic.com backslash down to dunk and get The Athletic for $1 a month. I am Luke. Joined this morning by Andrew. I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Woo! Slam through. Taylor. How do you follow Will Smith in the snow? You follow the fresh prince. Now you're messing with a, a slam through. <laughs> wow. And Jay. It's Jay. There's so little of that song sung, I have no idea what it is. <laughs> now yeah. you're messing with the son of a. Isn't that the name? Yeah, I think so. I don't know the name of that song. Know. Let's see. So, I mean, I didn't look up the lyrics. <laughs> That's good. Uh, Sam Presti addressed the media yesterday, which is kind of the the marker of the end of this Thunder season with regards to everything. So, like, Thunder people will go on a break. If you want to listen to the press conference in its entirety, I posted it on the OKC Dream Team feed, so you can go listen to it there. It's an hour and a half. So... so would you suggest that somebody actually does listen to it all? It's interesting. How much was it real content? I would say an hour of stuff that you would be interested in hearing. I'll listen to it. Yeah. Today. Yeah, you should. So I thought I could play a few clips on here that we could just talk about. Please do. I'd love to hear all yeah. of this again. Clip it up. So Definitely listen. This first clip is just about the basically we stuff that we've talked about it's not anything that we haven't talked about already but just kind of affirming the path that the thunder are going to take moving forward so here's sam you know we're willing to take the path that's hardest but it's also the only path that's really available if you really think about it deeply um to to meeting the kind of goals that we have and what we don't want to do is, is lower those goals um, you know, if we lower the goals, we can change the path, but they're, they're alloyed together. And, um, you know, we're really committed to, to, to putting a team on the court over time that, uh, will make people excited, proud, have incredible memories and joy. But I also think the path to get there is equally as exciting because you're seeing the growth of younger players. Uh, you're seeing, um, the growth of, uh, a style of play um, and you're seeing a commitment to something that I think is admirable in today's society that is generally conditioned for, you know, to eat the first marshmallow and not being willing or having the discipline to, you know, wait for two. I know. I know what he's talking about. I was not prepared for that. You were prepared for the psychological evaluation there at the end of the Thunder fan base. Yeah. Uh, of eating the first marshmallow. He, he says it all the time. What is that? He, is, is that what is? It's a famous study about. It's like they put kids in a chair oh. and they say, "Here's one marshmallow. You can eat this now, or you can wait and get two. Or you can wait. And or get in 15 two. minutes, you can have two. Yeah, and they two. leave the room, and the kid, lots of kids, just ate them. Well, what if they're probably on a diet? They want. They just want one. Yeah. Yes, many children are on a diet. Yeah, Sam didn't uh, really process uh, that. A two, two marshmallow, one marshmallow per day diet. <laughs> of so, is it a? Here's my question: Is it a big marshmallow? Is it a little marshmallow? Also, I'm not sure. Shay is the first marshmallow. <laughs> so uh, we're just going to enjoy a team that just has Shay. Are you going to take? Yeah. Are you going to take the first marshmallow? Are you going to eat Shay? 
Or do you want to wait and eat two players that are as good as Shea? Two Shea's. <laughs> it's so funny to me. What like, is he referring to exactly? Okay, so he's what, he's, he's talking about like an impatient fan base. He's talking about yes. so he's talking about the house, right? Like yeah. Shea, like take the team that has Shea. Yeah, cool. That's your first marshmallow, and the ceiling of that is the ten seed. Well, it's like, it's like you can go add players to this team today, marshmallows, and you can one have the one marshmallow. You can be the Hawks. Yeah. Great. You want to be the Hawks? The Hawks have one star and they went and added free agents and they tried to, they overpaid for free agents to come there mm-hmm. and they traded for Clint Capella. And now they have this team that, what's their ceiling? Can the, I let you know the three at the seed? end of this playoff run? Because what if they win the championship? I was going to say, know. even Andrew kind of <laughs> gave them some, some hope. They could sneak up and do some damage. They you call sneak, them legitimately uh, good. The, they're they're good, but are they going? But can they win the title? Can you can you see the Hawks in the next five years winning the title? No. Yeah. Not without. That's that's like not the without Im- a second marshmallow. Yeah. So right. God. Right. right. So the, th- the Thunder are this. <laughs> I get it now. How, you're welcome. I think we're on. I think so the, we understand what he's saying. The, the hard path. It, the Hawks it, absolutely ate the first marshmallow. Right. Yes. That he would say the Hawks ate the first marshmallow. Well, and the Kings, the Kings eat the first marshmallow like, like as it barely touches the table. Like they just grab it and eat it. Yeah. Before before anything can happen. The Same Kings, thing with the Timberwolves. The Kings eat the table that the marshmallow was sitting on. <laughs> right. The Kings are like, I can't even wait for the, the Kings first have their mouth open. Yeah. Waiting Aww. for the marshmallow. Yeah. <laughs> Like no, don't, I don't. I won't even consider the second mellow. No. And then they like chew it around a little bit, and then take it out of their mouth and play with it in their hands. So, and then they got sticky marshmallow all over their hands. Essentially, this is just. The, <laughs> I hate that. I hate this. This is just the thunder, <clears throat> confirming everything that Sam wrote in that op-ed. Everything that we have kind of assumed about them for a long time. They've. He, he's just affirming those things. Like, we are going to build methodically through the draft. We're not going to deviate from the plan. There's really not a lot that could, uh, you know, make us deviate from the plan. Do you think there's any point where he gets genuinely like, how how can I be clearer to <laughs> our fans? I wrote an article <laughs> in the only paper that he, exists he, in Oklahoma telling you what I was doing. I think and yet he, here we are. I think he absolutely gets like that. I think he absolutely gets like that. Uh, okay, so here's about accelerating the timeline of the Thunder rebuild. I think a lot of mistakes get made when you artificially, how do I say this? When you artificially try to accelerate something that needs to build momentum or growth organically, I think the team has to lead you to that. But if you artificially try to do that, I think now what you're doing is you are really limiting the upside of your goals, your potential outcomes, because you're basically letting time or uh, impatience or a lack of poise kind of drive your decision-making rather than your goals kind of drive those. So, Yeah. So it's kind of, more of the same, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's more of because people wonder. Okay, Shea's really good. Dort's really good. We really it's like Paisley. We really like Poku. But the only difference, and we've talked about this in the group text, the only difference next year if they start to try to win games, they don't try to blatantly lose. The only difference between um, what he's talking about not doing, artificially building it and then letting it grow or happen is next year we try to win. We're still bad, but at least it's with all these young players that we've drafted and they're trying to be developed versus a team like what the Hawks did, where it's like, okay, we're going to throw a bunch of money at these old vets and and free agents and try to get scorers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Put alongside Shea. If the Hawks would have tried to be in the top five in this draft one more time. Yeah. Like it kind of makes more sense because then if they land – for them, you know, insert whichever one of the Kuminga is the guy that they get, you know, which I know he may be redundant, but that's where you start making your stride in, in more of a kind of org- organic way. Uh, I don't know. I, I think it's for somebody that's been following this trend for the last year, this feels unnecessary. Does that make sense? Like for us, we get it. We've been, yeah. we've been leading that conversation in many ways for the last year. 
it's easy to get um, impatient with it. Mm-hmm. Just personally, I just will acknowledge that. Like, it's going to be easy to get impatient with it because, and part of that is because of the uniqueness of this roster comparatively. It's speaking towards Shea um, being somebody that's an already all star, um, which is not something a lot of rebuilds have this early in the process. And so there'll be some impatience, but I think Taylor has kind of affirmed what we've talked about numerous times. And it's like, if this draft goes the way it possibly could, we find ourselves seeing this kind of develop in the way that is more encouraging than this last year was. I'll just say that. Is that fair? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, so just uh, real quick on the two marshmallow thing, I've been thinking about it. Okay. Using that as a reference or like using that as an example, or I don't know what you want to call it. He, it is saying that like, if we just wait, we will get, the two marshmallows and that's quite an assumption i mean i guess uh, i guess you just keep waiting until you get the two marshmallows yeah and the f- yeah well he talked about that too that it's not <laughs> the fears you i'm get i'm following you you know what i'm saying luke just wants I, to think I, about marshmallows i just i don't know no i it's I'm, like a guarantee that in 15 minutes in the experiment someone's going to come in with two marshmallows there's not a guarantee that we're going to wait and two marshmallows are going to well come here's in the thing is that Yes, I agree that there's no, there's no guarantees. And he talked a lot about, he talked a lot about the draft. He talked a lot about the lottery that he has to really let go of all of that. There's no control that you can have over it because the odds that you, the odds to control it are so slim that it makes no sense to even, even if you lose, even if you lost every single game this season, you still have no control over whether you even yeah, end up in yeah, the top five. Like you have no control over it. So he's like, we have to let go of that. We have to follow our processes no matter what. If we get lucky, great. If we don't, we're not going to be caught off guard by that. We're going to continue to build and build the team in the way that, that we're going to build the team anyways. And so also they the, the Thunder work really hard in scouting and know tons of different players. And so, like, everybody's going to be obsessed with these top four guys. We don't know that those are going to be the best players in this draft. Mm-hmm. We don't true. know that the seventh guy in this draft isn't going to be the best player in this draft. It happens, he very well could be. It happens all the time. It's more, it is more likely that the top four guys, yeah. one of those guys will be the best and be an all-star and be an all-NBA player. That's the most likely outcome if you look at all the drafts. But it doesn't mean that you're just toast if right. you don't land there because the Thunder are going to work harder than just about everybody else to figure out who these guys are. And they may come up with the conclusion that, ah, crap, it was those four. Mm-hmm. But, we don't, but we don't know that, and they don't know that, and literally nobody really knows that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's the reality of this. Those guys have the most potential. But, like, you, there could be a Michael Beasley in there, right? Like, we don't know. We don't know any of those guys. So you're saying there's going to be a super awesome player in there that I personally love? Mike Beasley? <laughs> right. Super cool okay, Beasley. Cool. I love right. Beasley. Yeah. I, know. I know there's stories about how Miami like regretted the pick almost instantly. <laughs> after It was like the, 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 first, the day of his first workout. They've told this story a bunch. Uh, David Fisdale told this story um, that they went to the gym and Russell Westbrook was in the gym and had been there for hours and was just like dripping with sweat. And Bees was asleep. They had to go wake Beasley up. They had to go get him up. And they were like, oh, no. But that was pre-draft. Oh, no. No, no, no. Was that, that was, post-draft? It was after the draft. Oh, no. Uh, that's when you know. Like, what well, if, that was it. What have we done? <laughs> I've made a huge mistake. Uh, okay, so Sam was asked about timeline and about Shay. Like did does Shay accelerate your timeline? And this was Sam's wait, nope, not his response yet. I have to load this in. Talk about something else. Talk about marshmallows some more while I load Okay. This in. Uh would you consider circus peanuts marshmallow? Because now I'm replacing it's not just like a normal marshmallow. Would you put a circus peanut on a s'more? No. Then it's not a marshmallow. Wow, what a great would you test. put a 
Would you put a chocolate covered marshmallow on a s'more? Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's sort of like almost like pre made s'more. Yeah. yeah. Kind of oh, well, yeah. My question yeah. is why wouldn't you? Can yeah, I tell you, true. is this an unpopular opinion that I can kind of take or leave marshmallows by themselves? All right. Here's yeah, Sam's answer on Not the timeline unpopular. part one. If you're going to attach yourself to time as the most important priority in your process, then that is okay, but then your outcomes are just a byproduct of your commitment to time. If you make your goals the most important thing in your, in your prioritization, then the byproduct of that is how much time it might take. But that doesn't necessarily mean it takes a long time. It may take a short time. Um, that's kind of not in your control. But as soon as you start making time the number one priority, you're taking opportunity to reach higher end goals off the table because you're making concessions to meet an arbitrary time period. And we are prone to resist allowing anything to dictate, you know, our outcomes other than our goals. So you have your goals, you have a path to help you reach those goals. And the byproduct is the amount of time it might take. He, I literally, he is trying to tell somebody about the movie Interstellar <laughs> in that moment. I'm like, I, I was done with, I'm like, what are you? So let's talk, let's talk about a team that let time what? dictate. I, before, before you do that, I, I, I agree with that, but I see it more as uh, Matthew McConaughey with like in, in that time is a flat circle thing, but I want to hear Matthew McConaughey be like, listen, you're not going to let time dictate that where you're going <laughs> like, to, yeah. I can see that exactly. And both confuse me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, he talks like there's this video going around where this person was writing a paper and they were just in the thesaurus and replacing every other word with a, a word in the thesaurus. And so now you can't even understand what the <laughs> paper means anymore, like what it reads. Joey did just, that on Friends. Sam just operates <laughs> yeah, on a Okay, I think you're right. He just operates on a different plane than most everybody else, which I know people like that, like geniuses trying to talk to people that aren't geniuses. I know there's eventually a point where it's just like, why am I... Why am I wasting my time with these people? <laughs> yeah. Well, what he's talking what he's talking about, like the organization as well as the ownership group understand like what their goals are. Like their goals are to win a championship. Mm -hmm. Their goals are to be one of the best teams in the league yeah. for a decade. And they're not going to say, Hey, you need to do this in three years. Yeah. Otherwise yeah. this you know, it's gonna be you're gonna get fired. Mm -hmm. Like you're gonna lose your job. So I have like look back at Orlando. They did it over and over again. They listen. They had Oladipo, Ibaka, or not Oladipo and Ibaka. They had Oladipo, Sabonis. They had Eric Gordon. They had all these guys, Aaron. and they traded three or they traded two of those guys to get Serge Ibaka wow. because there was a mandate that you have to make the playoffs. Yeah. And so they thought, oh my gosh, like Oladipo hasn't done that much. We don't know what this draft pick is going to be. We know what surge will be. Let's go get him. And they they did it because of time. Yeah, the most yeah. the most underrated part of this franchise is the ownership. Yes. Like giving permission for Sam to pursue this and, and just trusting him. Like knowing that Sam has come into their office multiple times. Yeah. And said, "Hey, listen, what do you want this team to be?" Yeah. Cuz we can be and I know I've, we've had battles about this. We can be the Pacers where we're constantly in playing games or seven or eight seeds. I thought it could be the Pacers next season. Right, yeah. right. Or do you want us to be the Spurs, the you know Warriors, whatever version of that could be? And the answer is always clearly San Antonio or Golden State. But do you have the actual fortitude? We're giving Golden State way too much credit there, but move on. I mean, but they, they did, let they, they let theirs put, they let theirs build organically. They did put their team together. No, they lucked into it. They tried to trade Steph. They tried to trade Clay. Draymond only played because David, David Lee got, got hurt. They <laughs> fell into this. They weren't like, okay, we're gonna build through this and this and this and this. 
I, think I just feel like I we're think, giving them too much credit. And then they're like, oh, wow. I little. think you're giving them no credit, <laughs> which is, I, I don't agree. What's wild you. is you look at the way. Not was, they, they had a chance to trade Clay. They didn't trade Clay. Were they, they a good team? Hold James on, Harden. hold on. The Spurs, you've seen them for, for 20 years, for 25, 30 years, they've been treating it this way. Yeah. What was Golden State before Go- Steph fell into their arms? What was uh, the, What were the Spurs before Tim Duncan fell into their arms? I don't know. That was a long time ago. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I was, was like five. I, was, <laughs> I, was I mean, they were, I they they weren't were. a championship <laughs> caliber team. You have you have to luck into a guy at some point, right? Yeah, like the for, Thunder need to luck into but a guy. Their process was still like uh, you can trace their process now back to then as well, and they just weren't like succeeding because they didn't have the guy. But like Draymond Green, what made that Warriors team? It was Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, and Steph Curry. Yeah, but I think not to defend the Warriors who have become somebody I enjoy again, which is a great turn of events. But um, the thing is, is, they fired Mark Jackson, which was their proactive decision. Yes, right. Which I would say reactive, maybe. But you know what I'm saying? Like they still had to the to correct to decision to make. Yeah. Yes, and so I, I think there's I think there's a lot of things. I think there's not enough credit probably being given there. Now you can go back and say they thought about trading whoever they did, but they also didn't. I mean, but they Oklahoma tried City to trade Harden. Steph. They weren't going to play Draymond Green. What about Steph? We don't know. We anyway, don't, sorry. We, we were talking about Sam Presti and our own team. I just didn't want to... I, I just didn't want to keep going back to, like, light years, boys. For me, it's, it's just the fact that, like, the whole point I was trying to make is that ownership is giving Sam yeah. permission. Now, how long will they have the appetite for that if it doesn't turn out? And in the next two or three years, they start trending in a positive direction. We don't know that answer, right? Yeah. It's only, we only know what they've done so far. And, and whether it was fortune or strategy, the Thunder had a very shortened build in the first iteration of this team here in Oklahoma City. Yeah. Uh, we don't know. We don't know what their, their appetite is going to be for it. And so that's why... Um, I know Sam doesn't want to rush the timeline, but it's just, I know for fans, like, who knows how long we're going to sit and watch a team that feels like yeah. it's a rudderless ship? Like I don't know. Well, I mean, and then just, does the league step in, or does the league care so little about Oklahoma City? Yeah, I mean, they'd have to be. It, it was an egregious process in with the 76ers. and it wasn't just mm. the losing. It was the losing paired with Sam Hinkie's inability to get in front of a microphone and explain himself. Yeah. And yeah. Sam always like Sam did it for an hour and a half yesterday. So I don't I don't think that it's I don't think it'll get to that point here. Certainly. Yeah. But the thing about it is like nobody knows that- nobody knows anything. Like nobody really knows anything. Like the Thunder traded for Shea and it's worked out really well. The last time they traded for a late lottery pick with a really good player, they traded for Jeremy Lamb, right? Mm-hmm. Jeremy Lamb, nice player now, whatever. But they didn't know Shea was going to be this. They didn't know Shea was going to be this, and he addressed this yesterday before the season. They didn't know that he could be this. Nobody knew that. If you think that you knew it, right, 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 right. then you're just a ridiculous homer. People I, on Twitter <laughs> knew it. I wonder if you could go back and listen to some people talk about Jeremy Lamb and be like... You know, Jeremy Lamb, because he was really good at UConn. And yeah, he's a good yeah. player. So it's one of those things. I Highly bet you, touted. I bet you could find some people that were most definitely like, I don't know. I feel like that was a, talking hype a little bit around Jeremy Lamb. Yeah. I remember us all talking hype around Jeremy Lamb. It was like, okay, now we have the now replacement in Kevin Martin. And then we have Jeremy Lamb, the future guy who can come up and be the next <laughs> James Harden level right. player. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, there's anything a lot of else, there's, anything else from there's a lot of good nuggets in there. What about the post? What about Jokic. total the uh, all of the postseason interviews? Like anybody stand out to you? Oh, I thought I thought Shea was good. I always like talking to Shea. He he's still not healthy. And he said that that he doesn't know if he can play uh, in the Olympics yet. So I thought that was really interesting. I thought. Uh, uh, Presti saying he probably won't have to have surgery, right? Yes. Shea? That they, as long as nothing happens from here on, like he's avoided surgery on that foot and it's just a rest thing. 
So that's a good thing. Uh, I mean, Mus- the Muscala stuff was like probably the most interesting thing of the week, us aside from really, I mean, anything else. Because it really, I talked about this on Wednesday, like it really does make you proud to follow this organization. Because uh, he, I mean, it's, it's like real stuff. Because there's a lot of teams that are just like, we are a business. We play basketball. And if we win, great. And if we don't, you're fired. You're gone. Because we are just trying to win basketball games. And we could not care less about, about like you or whatever the stuff is. And maybe they pretend that they care. But you hear stories about lots of different organizations. I, I do think that's what makes... I think that's what sets Oklahoma City apart in the sense that we've had this conversation before, and I know you disagree with me in some sense, but I do think they will have a better shot at getting somebody to commit to play here that you wouldn't think they would going forward. Now, I'm not saying like Anthony Davis level, like, but I'm saying like there will be free agents that choose Oklahoma City in the future because of the experiences of some of these people that have come through the organization. I hope so. I I hope that they reap the rewards of what they've built because they, I I think if a player did choose that, I think that they would be happy. There's never, there's if any, maybe there's been a few, but if I don't know that there's been any that have been like, Hey, like this place sucks. Like, I don't want to be here. Well, and I think most people leave and have really nice things to say about the organization. But it goes back to also what why Sam is creating this team the way he does and why they do everything with intentionality because yeah. they recognize that our market handicaps them as a franchise, handicaps us as a franchise. Like it's just the yeah. reality. Like I know Oklahoma City fans have this and Boomtown kind of deals with this a little bit, but we have this kind of, you know, small guy syndrome where we we feel like we are the best city in the universe and everybody else just doesn't know it, but that's not the reality. Mm -hmm. And we are at a disadvantage as a franchise because of our market. And the sooner we are okay with understanding that the more likely we're able to be able to see this methodology of recreating this team and say, Hey, this is the only way forward. Yeah. Um, because we're not, we can't build like the Lakers or the Heat or the Sixers the or Nets. the Knicks or the Celtics. Like the Knicks are a dumpster fire and will be a genuine free agency destination within a year or two. Maybe. They just took like a competent coach and yeah. direction to, to somebody's going to give them a shot. Maybe. I mean, the jury's still out on the Knicks, but look <laughs> at Brooklyn. Like, what has Brooklyn been? Yeah. It's all it takes is. Because they're in New York, like well, the Clippers are another example. I know, and it's I don't want to, you know, take this point more than necessary, but I just don't know why we're still trying to have these conversations. It's like this is clearly the only way you build in Oklahoma City if you want a long-term, sustainable contender. Yep. It's a combined Taylor's Factoid Figure, Dickery, and Luke's Dick Dive. Listen, this has been the most hyped thing of maybe my life. This This started back in March. This has been talking about it for a long time. I am. It's a lot of pressure on you. There's so much pressure. This has got. (laughs) Okay. Here's what we did Taylor came over to my house yesterday. And we tried every flavor of the new Sonic Hard Seltzers. Oh, you did? We did. Yes. And we are here. Somebody asked about to this, review actually. them. Okay. All we Taylor, Taylor, like we both have. Ta- we have both have. Look notes. how many notes I have. Look at Taylor's notes. So Flobby Dagnuts asks, now that they're out. Yeah. Tell us your thoughts on the Coop Sonic Seltzers. Well, okay. here's, here's all. We have a lot of called them Seltzies, which. Seltzies. I don't hate Seltzies. It. Seltzies. Yeah. So there are, two, there are two packs. Let me just introduce them to you. There's Tropical, which has ocean water, mm. mango guava, orange pineapple, and melon medley. And then Citrus has cherry limeade, classic lemonade, lemon berry, mm-hmm. and original limeade. So what we did was we drank 
each one. We we went through each pack, and now I think we have notes. Let's just like talk our way through so the. So how many event total are we through the evening? At? Was it eight? Eight. Okay. Eight. Yes. You each drank eight. No. Yes. No. <laughs> no. We, we had last night. We, we no, had like. How are you here? We probably of it each one. Was an early morning. It's each one we like probably salt. had like a fourth. Or a fifth of a can. Yeah. But then, well, we'll get to what kind of what what we've reached. It gets a little, yeah, we get into it. And we also ranked, we also ranked them. So first we started with ocean water. Um, let me give you my notes on this first. This is kind of how it's going to be. Ocean water, flavor blasted. Already more flavor than your average seltzer. Very coconutty. Very coconutty. Uh, this is, go- I'm calling it right now. This is going to be number one overall. Uh, this tastes like Malibu. It does taste like Malibu. Or sunscreen. Yes, a yeah, it, bit, it yeah. is sunscreeny. It's good. It's the best by far. I'd say. Uh, Luke put on Tech Nine's Caribou on Car- his phone <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yes, he did. One fifty one rum, and that it. Uh huh. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that yes, one. Yes, it is. Um, it was, it was the best, and I would say like this one and I, Cherry Limeade are like they're. They know that these two are the best. Now we'll get the chair. I, I, know, I understand I know, I know. what you all are doing, but you all, we absolutely should have live streamed this entire process. <laughs> I suggested that Luke did not want to do it on video. Yeah, that's a mistake. It would have been. It was a. It would have been a long, long. But we would have got a lot of good content. There's that's a lot true. of notes I have to leave out. Um, next we did mango guava, mm-hmm. which um I would say smells really good. We're gonna get into why that's important a little bit later, but uh, it smells—it smelled good. We have a lot of. We have. We a have lot a, of I told you we need twenty solid minutes. It's only been two minutes. Oh, I know. What do you, Taylor? What did you think of mango guava? Uh, yeah. Well, first, <laughs> you I had no expectations. Face, Love mangoes. Uh, at this point, Luke is looking at the can and he says, <laughs> "Look at it." That's a pineapple and that's a watermelon. To which I said, no, that's a mango and that's a guava. That's true. They look they look a lot like this. No, they do not. So uh, also flavor blasted. They're all flavor blasted. They're all like these are the most flavorful. Hit you in the, fl- in the face with flavor. And a lot of sugar. Next was orange. A <laughs> lot of next was orange pineapple. The most important thing about this is this is the first full can of the drink that we finished. Mm-hmm. Which it, one is this? The orange pineapple. Okay. It's very, uh, it's more orange than pineapple. Okay. Too much okay. orange, I would say. Yeah. Um, there's no colors on these. We would have liked to have food coloring in each they're one. They're not colorful? No, they're no, all, we, one is colorful. One they, has color. The rest are clear. It's one that you'd wish that you're, that you were thankful it had color though. We'll get to it. Next is Melon Medley. You keep, it's too many teasers to keep <laughs> up with. Yes. Well, there's like 18 flavors. Yeah. Next was Melon Medley, and it, it has like a bubblegummy aftertaste. It's, I, I actually liked it. Um, I thought this smelled like a fart, but like a good fart. Uh, it smelled like a juicy fruit gum. Uh, it tasted like juicy fruit gum, and you it's flavor blasted. Juicy fruit gum? Yeah. It's, it smelled like if you farted juicy fruit gum. It does have a bubblegum you know aftertaste. It is. I. It's. But juicy fruit isn't bubblegum. It's gum. Gum. Yeah, well, it's gum. Isn't it bubblegum? Juicy fruit is gum. Chewing it's not gum. bubblegum. Chewing gum. I think okay. it is. Bubblegum is like a. Bubblegum is its own flavor. Bubblegum is its own flavor. No, juicy fruit is no, its own no, flavor. No, 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 no. That would be like uh, an original flavor. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I. We'll save it for the next one. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We'll. We'll catch. We'll get to that okay. later. <laughs> That that rounds we out. We tasted every single piece of chewing gum. <laughs> that rounds out trop. That's the tropical mm-hmm. pack. Yeah. Next is the citrus pack. You can get a flavor. Go on. Citrus. You guys do this all the freaking time, so you guys shut up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it'd be like Bubblicious original. Keep going. So, okay, 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 okay. Here's this. Cit- here's the thing about the citrus pack. All of the citrus drinks smell terrible. They smelled awful. They smell really bad when you smell them. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is cherry limeade. Hello, color. The it's first colorful. drink with color in it. It's colored. It's red. How do they decide that? I have no idea. No I idea. Think they should have colored all of them. Yeah. Why would you only? Why would you color only? I okay. Have here's select I have here's no my guess. Ocean water should have been blue. Yes. 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 Yeah. I think. I wonder. Are these naturally flavored? 
And the color just comes with when they were brewing the fruits with the seltzer. Cherry limeade is, I would say, second. Are you last. telling me they used real ocean water? Yes. <laughs> real coconut. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, after that is the classic. Hold on, hold on, okay, hold on. Cherry limeade. What do you think? Cherry limeade. I had the highest hopes for this one. I smelled it. It smells like a burp of someone who ate beef and cherry pie. <laughs> Flavor Town. <laughs> Wow, that's good. Luke has a it's huge. Good. Why would you describe it as somebody that ate beef? <laughs> cherry no, no, pie, it smelled. And that's good. It smelled smell. like a fart. Uh, no, a burp of someone who ate beef and cherry pie. They smell bad. All of these smell terrible, and really? then you drank it, and boom, your flavor town. Flavor, huh. flavor town. Um, next is a classic lemonade. Once again, smells I really heard bad. The cherry limeade is the best so far. Second best. Uh, okay. Second best. Second, second best. best. Um, classic lemonade. Well, again, smells really bad, but but good. I mean, it's 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 pretty, pretty good. Why do they smell bad? Yeah, I wrote on I here. Know. Okay, stop smelling these. Yeah, <laughs> they it's bad. They they really only get worse. Uh, um, flavor blasted. You guys smell lemon. your drinks. Like if I'm drinking a wine, I'm smelling the wine. Oh yeah, we treated this seriously. I'm this like was a, a taste. We're taking in. We're taking in the notes. The flavor. Huh. The, okay. yeah. the notes. I'm just trying to remember. Uh, they hit the mark uh, on classic lemonade. By the way, it tastes like lemonade throughout. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. Hard to tell if this is authentic. Then. Next. Uh, Luke says That's on classic lemonade, I haven't had a Mike's hard, so I don't know what to compare it to. As if they were going for alcoholic lemonade instead of just lemonade. I thought they did a really good job on lemonade. I, it's it's good. It's good. It's fine. It's clear. Next is lemon berry. Um, this one smells like a fart. And it kind of has it kind of has a kind of has a cough medicine-y aftertaste. Yeah. It's probably my least favorite. What is it? <laughs> lemon berry. It's least favorite. Everybody stay away from lemon berry. Hey, the lemon berry slush though. Yeah. Good. Right. It's uh, a, that'll that'll fool you. That's top two or three. Yeah, it's very Slushes. good. Yeah. Yeah, this one's I have a quote here from Luke. Miguel Devella said, Is this the equivalent of the L Man scouting for the draft? This is, yes. <laughs> this, is, yeah. this is me scouting these sonic drinks. Uh, a, a quote here from Luke. This one smells like the fartiest of them all. Dude, this one smells like a big old fart. Uh, it was flavor blasted again. Uh, long notes of raspberry. Okay, we you guys don't even have to address all of these. They're flavor blasted. They're flavor blasted. Let's leave the smell out of it from here well, on. I just want you to and have a flavor it. blast. This is what we kept going back to. These Although, are the, nu- the these are the, the thing I'm the most intrigued about now with trying it is like, are, do these guys just not have a sense of smell anymore? No, they they smell. <laughs> okay. It burned. It burned. It burned it out. Our sense of smell. The original limeade is fine. If you like, if it's good. It tastes like a limeade. It's very citrusy, but you know, good. flavor blasted. Is it flavor, does it smell like a burp or fart? Yes, it smells like both. Okay. Uh, yeah, burps are really coming now. Uh, we keep smelling these greenish tint. I feel like you've already passed eight. No, this is eight. What's this is eight. This is eight. Original limeade. Uh, original limeade is the first one I thought I could drink multiples of these because one thing we noticed we were drinking them. And it's not, you know how White Claw has kind of a subtle flavor to it and mm-hmm. you can just keep pounding them. These are two flavor blasts. <laughs> These are flavor blasted. <laughs> yeah. 15 of them? It's going to be, yeah. Goodness. Um, These are two flavor those blasted. Surge ones, those surge ones are going to end up killing oh, yeah. people there's this a, summer. There's a, oh, yeah, the yeah, four locals, you've seen it. It's the white claws that have like twice the Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to kill people this summer. Okay. Do we want to... We have different rankings. I'll give you my ranking first. Here's my ranking. Ocean water, mm-hmm. cherry limeade, orange pineapple, melon medley, mango guava, which mango guava smells the best. Classic limeade, original limeade, lemon berry. <laughs> That's my ranking. Well, you need to post these, both of you. Yeah, yeah post so these on your Twitter I won't account. go through my full um, rankings, but they hit the mark on the two that they needed to hit the mark Which on. is ocean water. Ocean and water yeah. and cherry limeade. Absolutely. They did it. Yeah, if you miss on those. Knocked it out of the park. It's a failure if you miss on those. Flavor blasted. Yeah, smell completely like a fart. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those two smell the least worse. Still small. Here's the thing that here's the here's the thing that we did. Still we, we did we did two we did two things that I think are important. One at the end, we made a suicide. We did it. And we put all of them together and drank it. What was the smell? Yeah, give us the uh, smell. smell. Really uh Oh, I have I have a note on here. Luke smelled it, he shouldn't have. Yes. It's just it it does here's what I would say. How was the taste? Flavor uh, blasted? It's actually good. Is it's, it it's, flavor it's, blasted? It's, it's good. Yeah. It's good. It's not bad. <laughs> So my neighbors, <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's not bad. <laughs> my neighbors have teenage daughters. Yeah. And they're like, hey, we got a case of the era 12 pack of these. Like, is there any way we could 
keep them at your house. Like not thinking that they would intentionally drink them. No, they look like they're made. We they look like it. they're oh. made. They look the cans they look like them? they're made no. for children. No, they're at our house. Oh, they're at your house yeah, because so they of that. look. So my son's drinking them. It's so, very, so yeah, he's at yeah. home right it now. It looks like it looks <laughs> like a Willy. It looks like Willy Take Wonka. Him to lunch. It looks like Willy Wonka. Like has made. Yeah, a, they got to do something drink. to make it a little more adult looking. Yeah, adult looking. I have on here. Wouldn't be caught at public bar holding one of these. No, not the can. Yeah, the can. no, not happening. Hey, the other, but here's the thing that we f- figured out and that we next tried mm-hmm. because we were really like, we were sitting there and we were like, man, this, the ocean water tastes so much like Malibu, like spiced rum. Mm-hmm. We were like, what if we mixed it with it? Well, we didn't have any uh, spiced rum because I don't. I What's the alcohol content of these cans? 5%. So what we figured out was these are spiked mixers. Yes, they're not hard seltzer. Here's what we did: mixers, and we. What's that? Explain the difference. So you could like take mix that them and you with could alcohol. With something else. Like mix them with a liquor. They're like alcoholic mixers. Yes, and then you add more liquor. So to instead them. of putting Coke with your rum, you put. Yes. Yeah. So this is what we did. We tried. We tried some of this. We did cherry limeade. I thought we were close to being done. We cherry are. limeade and whiskey. <laughs> We we Ooh. did cherry limeade no, no, and no. whiskey. Jay, it was really good. It's good. It was like a poor man's. Um, uh, old fashioned. Yeah. That was our inspiration. Yeah. It was good. It, it was, was good. Legit good. Here's the next one. This one was my favorite. Orange pineapple with tequila. Yep. Okay. And that it's good. good. It is good. Like Flavor I think blast. if you got one of those little, like if you took the can and got one of those little, uh, like mini, like little tiny bottles that just have like one shot in them. Airport I, or the uh, airplane bottles. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then we did classic lemonade mixed with vodka. Good. Good. Better than the drink by itself, in my opinion. I need like three or four. Like, I need a tweet thread today. But what did it smell like? Uh, they smelled less worse because they just smelled like alcohol. Yeah. So you're like used to that smelling uh-huh. the way it does. Not everybody is, just to be clear. Uh, <laughs> okay. If, oh, okay. That's probably a good Okay. Point. If you're super excited about these, you're probably used to it. Here's, but here's our idea. We came up point. with this idea. That's a good point. Yeah. I don't have a ton of excitement about yeah, these. Yeah, that's a good point. We came up with an idea, and it's for their next, to join their next Tropical pack. and Citrus, we have their next pack. Food. Food-flavored hard Tater seltzers. seltzers. Here's what we got. Footlong chili cheese coney. Mm-hmm. It's flavor one. Flavor two, tater tots. <laughs> flavor three, Breakfast burrito with picante sauce. <laughs> and flavor four is corn dog with mustard. That's the next pack. That's the next pack, and we'll review it when it comes out. Gross. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, let's go to the stream real quick. We have Miroslav <laughs> in Germany. We have Tyler Field. Oh, Lawrence Field. Sorry. there's a. I think there's a Tyler Field. Lawrence Field. Sorry about that. Uh we have Josh Morrison in Virginia. What's up, Josh? WKM14 in Sydney. Uh, let's see. Miguel Devella, as always. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, we have Joel Angel, who is in Antarctica. That just blows my mind. Wow. That's You're in Antarctica. That's so cool. Uh, let's see. We have Sydney Hug. We have the Crimson King here listening early in the morning. We have Zach Prince who says, good morning from cleat training in Ada. I graduated and became a certified police officer on Monday. Nice. Listening to the podcast, which I had done before cleat is what helped me get through this long stretch of time without my seventh month old and my girlfriend. So thanks for keeping the podcast coming and the interactions you guys have with fans on Twitter, the NBA and a few guys. Thanks Zach. Thanks for listening, man. We have Loke in Copenhagen. We have Brushy in Albuquerque. We have Jesse Smith in Tulsa. What's up, Jesse? We have Honorable Bobman in Auckland. Uh, appreciate you guys. <laughs> we have, and Michael Anderson saying that footlong chili cheese dog seltzer would definitely smell like farts. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, but if they already smell like farts, you might as well swing for the fences. Yeah. That's what they say. About farts. <laughs> <laughs> we will be right back after this quick break. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear 
courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And, and we're, we're back, back after that quick break. Twitter questions! Hey, y'all. Let's do our first Twitter question. It comes from at Dortpoy. Who says, let's take our minds off the Thunder draft lottery for a minute and enjoy the playoff stress-free. Who are you rooting for? I never thought this day would come, but I'm rooting for the eighth seed Wizards. Wizards emoji. Hashtag why not? Yeah, uh, I... I was rooting for them to get into the playoffs, but... Definitely. I don't really want to... I'm not going to pull for them much from here on out. I'll watch them. You're not going to pull for them against the Sixers? Underdogs? Yeah, I mean, I guess I like part of that. And they're going to... I think that series is going to be fun because there's going to be a lot of drama, in my opinion, but... Oh, I mean, Russ is always looking for... Like, he had a rivalry with Ricky Rubio. It was and it was totally one sided. Like Rubio, like after the games, was like, I really respect Russ. Like mm-hmm. I, I love him, and he's just smiling. And then Russ is like fuming in the locker room. And I think him. so. I think, but Embiid and him like yeah, really have say, a they genuine have a history. like hatred for each other. Like you always remember Embiid laying like falling down and like putting some extra weight on Russ, and then afterwards, Russ was asked about it. And he's. They said, "Okay, like, did you think that was extra there? Or was Embiid just falling over?" And Russ was like, "Yeah, he just, you know, he put some extra on there for sure." But you know, it's fine. And then like whoever it was, I can't remember who asked it. Said, well, "So you guys are cool then?" You remember what Russ's response is? F no. <laughs> so I, I can't wait for that series just because, and and also like the waving goodbye stuff. You know, back Dude, to the yeah. 2017. Like everything about this is going to be great theater. He dunked. There's a a dunk out there that Embiid had on Russ that was. Yeah. Oh, it's it's petty. It's it fun. Petty. It'll is, be a it'll be a really fun series. My deal with Philly is I want Philly to beat the Nets if they meet in the Eastern Conference Final. So I'm not pulling for the Phil, for the Sixers, but I, I I like the way they've put their team together. So. Well, the thing about that is, are you totally confident that the Nets will beat the Heat or Bucks? I'm not totally confident about that. I don't know. I, if they stay healthy, it's hard for me to see very many teams beating them. I don't know. Play, playoffs are a totally different beast. Yeah, and I, you're right. I I agree with you mostly that the Nets are going to get to the finals. I that would be my pick. Yeah. But I just want to see if they can get out of their own way first. Yeah. But if we are talking about teams in the Eastern Conference, there's two teams that I'm actually kind of I'm rooting for, but pulling for, I guess I'll say. The Knicks, I actually, it's, a, I get it. Like they, their ownership is terrible. Yeah. But the NBA is more fun mm-hmm. when the Knicks are good. I agree. Like it's just, and there's so many media members. I didn't realize this, like so many media members that are Knicks fans. Oh, yeah. Uh, just kind of awesome. And then, and this is my small market kind of love. Like, I just want Milwaukee to win. The whole thing? Like, the whole thing. Mm. Or at least get to the championship. The, at so, least not lose to the Heat, right? Yes. Mainly, yeah. number one, that. Don't do that. Um, so, we That's, all agree their which team Which I do feel is, pretty good about that. I think the Bucks are going to be, I think the Bucks. I don't know, man. The Heat are very good. The yeah, the Bucks slaughtered good. them in the last game. I don't care. Dude, the bu- okay, do you think the Bucks are better oh, yeah. uh, built for playoffs this year than last year? Yes. Substituting well, Drew for Eric Bledsoe is like... Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's certainly helpful. I just don't think the Heat... The Heat haven't been together all season. And now what? They're just expected to be like, okay, now we're all healthy they, and together. They, 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 well. they, they played really well year. for the last... Bubble. Done they did last, it last month. year. Doesn't count. Bubble. So let's... I want to just... Because I've, I've got to step away here in just a minute. I do want to talk Western Conference. Like, who do you... It's hard. Is the team I'm naturally rooting for is the Suns. 
Yeah. And they may get swept as the two seed in the first they have round. They to play the Lakers. Although I, I wasn't as impressed with the Lakers as I thought I was going to be in that first game, but partly because... That second half, the, though. But the Warriors defended half. like madmen. Yeah. And they made everything difficult for the Lakers. Yeah, Draymond was awesome. JTA <sighs> was great. Yeah, but people keep saying that, but then the Warriors were up the whole first half. They keep talking about their defense and how hard they made it for the Lakers, and the Lakers came back and won the game. The, the Lakers were shooting outside of Caruso. They were shooting 24% in the first half. Yeah, I think... It was an unsustainable... They were shooting unsustainably yeah, bad. that's what I'm saying. So why do we keep talking about Golden State's defense? They're a top five like, defense in the league. Yes, I that's get that. That's why we keep but, talking about But it. they're talking about it after this game. And I'm like, they literally lost, and they you? were winning, and the Lakers it came was back the, and won. It's I because don't it understand. was the only reason they were in the game. They only lost by three. Yeah, it was 103 to 100. 103-100 in 2021 yeah, is a low like, score. Yeah, but Wizards like, scored 103 in the third quarter, but by the third quarter. I don't understand why you're hating on their defense. Uh, no, I'm not hating on their defense. I'm saying it's, they literally I don't understand shot, what the Warriors on a shot like. that was at the end of a shot clock and from that, 50 feet away. And LeBron said that he was he was a, he aiming at the center rim because he saw three uh, rims. I'm not going to stick that was up so for dramatic. That. I'm not going to It's like so LeBron, right? I know. It's so LeBron. Hey dude, we already think you're one of the top 2 greatest players of all time. Like, you know, the That was my a eyes, how I couldn't he, even see yeah, he's got to like. Mark it. Jackson was having none of it during mm-hmm. the broadcast. Did you'll hear he was, yeah, he was just like, basically mocking LeBron. Yeah, yeah, he was. I can't believe he hit that when he couldn't see. Uh, I don't care anything about the Clippers. I hope they actually Gosh, lose I, in the first round. I am a huge Mavs fan right now, and the Mavs actually could beat them. I think. Yeah, I think they could too. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean they did last year. Denver, Portland. I, no, they oh, no, not. they didn't. But no. they they won. They went, went to, to six, six or seven. They went to six, yeah. Yeah, they went to six. I don't really, like I said, care. I don't, I mean, Denver, Portland, like. Who are you picking? Denver. Are you sure? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not so sure. I mean, Why? Yeah, you're, I, mean I think it'll go to seven. The Trailblazers have played really, really well. That's probably They've the most. They've played really well lately. And Dame in the playoffs. Series is I would just, I just fear him. Yeah. Yeah, and Denver is missing their second best playoff performer. Actually, maybe first best playoff yeah, performer in Jamal Murray. Yeah, you're right in the sense that you're like Michael Porter Jr. is going to have like we just have to see something from him. That, yeah. yeah, can he do it in the postseason? That's, that's the I don't. I don't know yeah. if he can. Aaron Gordon's the same thing. Like he hasn't played anything of significance outside of being the sacrificial lamb at the eight seed exactly. since he's been in the yeah. NBA. Yeah, well, what can those guys do in meaningful yeah. games? We know what Dame will do. Yeah, yeah, we know for sure. And Jokic will perform too. You picking? Is anybody picking any upsets other than maybe the Lakers over the Suns? Like I think the upset there would be Suns over Lakers. <laughs> maybe that's true. <laughs> like, would you pick Miami over Milwaukee? I no. might. You might. What about Boston over Brooklyn? Oh heck, hell no. no. Yeah, there's no. And way. Then I don't really. I mean, four or fives. I don't really consider an upset to be honest. Yeah. What about Utah and probably Golden State? I don't know. Don't count out the Memphis Grizzlies, man. Um, that would be oh my god, so shocking tonight <laughs> if the Grizzlies beat the Warriors. The Grizzlies are good. I understand that, but the last game of the season, the Grizzlies and the Warriors both had something to play for, and the Warriors beat them pretty handily. I mean, if Draymond played that and good watching defense, play, watching, I agree. I, oh, I'm, I'm so, picking Golden I go. State. I'm picking but Golden I State. Taylor. I'm picking Golden State, but I just wait till Draymond defends all five of the Grizzlies a hundred percent of the time <laughs> tonight, huh? How about that? He might. How about that? He might. How about Jonas Valanciunas? Jonas Valanciunas. He's good. That's another thing. Is yeah. who defends Jonas? Kevin Looney. Kevin. 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 Kevin is his brother. <laughs> I'm not joking. You're kidding. I'm not. I'm not. He has a brother named Kevin. His name is Kevon. Not joking. Feels like you're joking. I'm not. Andrew, Andrew, are you joking? No. Hey, listen, if you want even more playoff content, Saturday Slam and Jam. We're going over the Western Conference. Western Conference. Yep. We will know tonight, won't we? We will know tonight. (laughs) Hey, guys, let's move on to our next (laughs) Twitter question. It comes from at Jest on a Quest, who wants to know which happens first. Shea makes all all NBA or the L-Man buys a laptop. Guys, I have big news. What? You're buying a laptop? 
I'm never buying a laptop. <laughs> I was going to say, this isn't the easiest question we've ever had on the pod. Dear mom. That it's yes. easily, easily, easily. I don't use a, I don't use a, like at home, I don't use a computer. What do you use? Oh. My cell phone. Bro. I'm looking at my cell phone. I'm on Twitter. Your smell phone. My smell phone. You have no reason that you'd use a computer. No. Hey, guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at... We've already asked about Floppy Dagna, who asked about Sonic Seltzers. And Go over it again. Let's let's just recap real quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, start to one. Some of them. Uh, the citrus smell like a big old fart. All right. Flavor blasted. Now, our next question says, from at Benelephant King, who says, have you ever planned on making an appearance? And it turned into an arrival. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is based on the pressy quote that's going around everywhere. What is exactly, what's the quote? Exactly? So you're talking about the playoffs, that mm-hmm. they don't want to make an appearance, they want to make an arrival. Yeah. Which is like, that's a very, a very cool it. way of I saying it. I get it. I get it. So what this is like, I and like, this is like saying, I'm going to make an appearance at this party. I'm not planning on staying. Right. No, this is no. But then you're going you, but, to but a party. you make the arrival, and but you, but actually, you get there and you don't leave. No, no, no. It yeah. has nothing to do with time staying there. It has I, everything I to do. It with, does. Okay. Say there's a party that's already going on. Okay. Yeah. You're not there yet, Luke. Okay. You are not there yet. There's two ways you can enter this party. One, you can walk in the room and and keep it kind of chill, and like now you're just a part of the party. Or two, bust through the door, hey, the L train's here! And you have arrived. Every Now you are the attention of the party, and everyone's like, oh, wow. Yeah, that's not how I, I think enter. you're both. L-train, L-man. I, I think you're both right. That's not how I enter parties, though. I think you're both right. I come in, and you know what I say? Luke's in the house, Luke's in the house. See, that's an arrival, though. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, but sometimes I sneak in, I'm just like, hey, guys. Appearance. An, appear- an appearance is also the duration. I think is the duration is is appearance, absolutely appearance. It. You're in and you're out. Mm. Uh, arrival. You're there. And you're not leaving. Right. Right now, okay. the Wizards are making an appearance in the playoffs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. That that team is not sustainable. Yeah. For the next decade, there that team can be. You could see them back in the playoffs next year. But are would you bet that they'd be in the playoffs in two years? Would I have you, one thing to say to that. Luke's in the house. Luke's in the house. Luke's in the house. Luke's in the house. Also, the Pacers. Like, do you think the Pacers are going to make the playoffs even next season? Would you no, bet? They'll make would you another bet on that? Play-in appearance. Yeah. I see. I see what you're saying. You know, that's that's what they're talking about. Is uh, just like with when the Thunder arrived in 2010 in the playoffs against right, the Lakers. Right. It was. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, cool, they made it, but. Is this team ever going to make it again? No, it was. Oh my gosh! Like the Thunder are here, and, and they're look how young they are, yeah. and they're going to be a problem for a long, long time. And that's what they want to do again. Okay. All right. Let's move on to our we next. We didn't answer the question, but we should. Twitter move. question. We kind of have you ever planned on making an appearance? Yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, turn into an arrival. I don't mm. know. I don't think I have. I don't know. Hey guys, this is going to next little question. It comes from at Miguel Devella two five who wants to know, does Andrew feel like he's in high school every time the people from the athletic call him by his last name? Are you willing to call him Schlecht for a whole pod? I will. Can I answer this for you? Yeah. It doesn't feel like high school feels like eighth grade with Mr. Winkle. Okay. I was glad you said this because this is what I think about too. <laughs> Anytime, so I had my basketball coach in the eighth grade would see me in the hallway at Hefner Middle School. You can go ahead and say it. This is, and every time he'd see him, he goes, what's up, Slick? (laughs) Every time. And here's the thing. I like, I thought this teacher was cool and I wanted him to like me. He didn't, he didn't have any fond feeling towards me. (laughs) Loved Andrew. It'd be like me and Andrew walking down the hall. And we'd see him, and it's both of us. And he'd be like, "What's up, Schlecht? Do you think he, he actually would always, liked? Did he I, actually like you? Oh yeah, yes, legitimately. Oh yeah. When anytime I was around a girl, he would look at me and go, "Schlecht, you're the man. You're the man, Schlecht. Oh, you're the man." <laughs> Every Schlecht. time, like I was like at my locker, there'd be like a couple of girls. You're the man, Schlecht. <laughs> Every time, it was so funny. <laughs> that's it was, really and funny. that's the only person I've ever known 
that that has only referred to you as by your last name. Well, I mean, in college, there were a lot of guys that did. Yeah, but uh, the, the May, but he did it all the time. It was, it was exclusive. Yeah, man. <laughs> they also because it, me and Andrew were in the same fraternity, and in our pledge class, yeah, there was Andrew Schlecht. There's Andrew Shacklett. I, we kid you not. Whoa. Yes. Yes. And Which was very confusing, was very confusing for a lot of people. To the point that we once had a big meeting about the behavior of our pledge class. And they were talking about how me, Andrew Schlecht, was being too clicky with people. And they had written it on, we had done this weird thing where you write it on a note and somebody stands up and reads it about you and you have to stand up and answer oh, for yourself. Hey, but they, it's, asked, it's, they, they it asked sucks. the other guy. But they said, hey, Andrew Shacklett, why are you so clicky and don't get to know more guys in the pledge class? It was definitely me because like Luke and I were already good friends. I had other friends in the pledge class. I had no interest in getting to know a lot of yeah, people. Right. I had my friends leave me alone. So who wrote and that note? I don't know who wrote it, it was, but the best part is anonymous. I never had to answer for it. Yes. Andrew Shacklett had to answer for it. He got up and he was like, guys, I am really trying my best. <laughs> oh, and you knew and you let it I happen. I knew it. Oh, and it was awesome because they asked... Because we all knew, we it, all knew. Because they asked, <laughs> they asked me and the two other guys me and Andrew hung out with all the time. Asked me, those two guys, and then this fourth guy who's not who's not a part of our group. Yeah, he was just like, man, I I just feel like I'm really like getting to know you guys, and I'm just surprised asked this, but I. I'll just do better. Yeah, <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. Uh. Poor great. Andrew Schlecht. Schlack, like. You the man, Schlecht. <laughs> you the man, Schlecht. God. <laughs> he used to say it all the time. He, all the time. Oh, like he, it was, it was, I, oh he, God, Andrew was the coolest in eighth grade. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at John M. Ham, friend of the pod. Would you rather watch the worst movie you've ever seen for 24 consecutive hours or rewatch that OKC Clippers game one time? Somebody had to follow up. What's the worst movie you've ever seen? Worst movie I've ever seen. Oh, I watched. I walked out of uh, Curious Case of Benjamin Button. You walked out? I've yeah. never walked out. That was the only movie I've ever walked out on. Really? In the theater. In the theater. I couldn't finish it. Wow. It was so boring. I had such high expectations. Boring. Yeah, it was pretty boring. I, I, I watched this uh, week. I watched New Mutants. Oh, yeah. How was it? It's terrible. <laughs> it's so it's the worst movie I've seen recently. Really? Nothing happens. Huh? Nothing happens. And it it's just really bad. It was boring. Wow. So was, Luke was a missing storyline. Good storylines. Yes. Myth, 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 and peeved. Are you guys miffed? Are you guys peeved? Hmm. I'm Gene Bead. Uh, it was my birthday last weekend, <gasps> and it's a birthday. My my. It was also her birthday. <laughs> so we went to breakfast and then she wanted to get a pedicure. And she's like, you should also get a pedicure. Oh, yeah. And oh. I had never had a pedicure. That's called treating yourself. I was treating myself and it was great. Yeah. Petties are. Here's I never had one. When they shaved my feet, though, it was the most disgusting thing oh, ever. Shaved? It, it was 35 years of feet. It's when they it's when they like take the, the stone and get off the oh, top, top layer, you know? 30, oh, the, the pumice stone. Yeah. 35 years of feet. Here's the thing about. And it was it was it was a lot. But did but did you feel did you feel luxurious? I did. It was great. Here's the thing that I don't like when they push your cuticles back. I don't like, I don't let, I told them don't do that. I don't like that. You don't like what the, it's I like cuticles. Feel it. cuticles. I don't like it. It did tickle. There were some tickly like moments. It. You know what certainly. I want to do? Have you ever seen the one where you put your feet in the water and the fish eat off? Yeah. I would never do that. I want to do that. You do. No, Why? No. Uh, I love fish and I love, <laughs> and I, and I want to get my feet <laughs> cleaned. But what about scarves? Wow, that's a, but I want to do that. I don't know if there's a, I bet there's a place in Oklahoma City that does it, but I I want to go. Uh, send me, send me your, your Rex. Petties are I I actually I'm glad you brought that up because I think I want to do petties a little bit more often. Have you ever done a manicure? 
No, I've I don't want I, the thing I like yeah. about the pedicure they're, is they're the nice. massaging of the feet and the legs. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want more foot massage. There's not a better massage than a foot massage. A hand massage is pretty good, but they don't do it that much on manicures. Yeah. A foot massage is unbelievable. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. And they like, you know, when did they, at what point did they start sucking your toes? <laughs> I love fish. <laughs> well, I want a fish tank. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.